Hi there, my entrepreneurial friend. This is episode four, and today I'm going to dive deep into one of the most common questions I get, which is, what is the best event type? Because when entrepreneurs are starting to do events, they often wonder if they're choosing the right type of event, whether that's a mastermind, retreat, conference, etc. They wonder which type is the most successful and which will be the most successful for them. So let's get right into it without delay. Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Events for Entrepreneurs podcast. I'm Jen Murray, the event planner for online entrepreneurs. If you're ready to host successful, profitable events that uplevel your business, cultivate your community, and impact the world on a greater level, all while being true to yourself and your brand, this podcast is definitely for you. As always, you can find out more and connect with me over at my website, RelateEscape.com. Ready to get into today's episode? Let's do this. All right, guys, let's jump right into it. I'm all about the good stuff. So let's answer this very pivotal question as to what event type is the best or most successful. Now, we're going to go into some particulars. I'm going to give you some very practical tips and information. But first, I kind of need to lay some truth out there. And that is this. There really isn't one type of event that is best or successful for everyone. In other words, there's no general rule of thumb. For example, there's no workshops are the way to go. Everybody should do workshops. They're so profitable and successful. Okay, that doesn't exist. And I know upon hearing that, it might seem very frustrating and disheartening. But if you think about it, it's actually a really good thing. Because If, let's say, retreats were the most profitable type of event, that means everybody would do them. And then pretty soon, people would be tired of doing retreats, even though every entrepreneur's would be different, it would be the same type of event over and over again, and then therefore it'd be really hard for entrepreneurs to sell tickets to it, right? So it's actually a very good thing that there isn't a rule of thumb It's also a great thing because we all know that one size fits all does not work. Most of the time it sounds great, but in reality, it's like trying to fit a, you know, square peg into a round hole. It just doesn't work. So if there's not one specific event type, that's kind of our golden event type. What does that mean when it comes to figuring out your event type. Well, that's what I'm going to help you with today because there are certain things that I'm going to lay before you that are going to help you figure that out. So don't be discouraged. All is not lost. But if we didn't lay that truth out first, eh, things would get a little crazy. So here we go. So when people start thinking about doing events, I've heard a variety of uh, ideas, things that they want to do. Sometimes they want to do a one-day speaking event. Sometimes they want to do a two to three day workshop or retreat. Sometimes it's a one-day retreat that's wrapped in a mastermind or a group program. Other times it's a six-day event. These are all different because all the businesses are different and they're starting to think 
about doing events in terms of their business. So my first question to you is, what are you already thinking about? What is the event that has been percolating in the back of your mind? Maybe it hasn't seen the full light of day because you're kind of afraid to go there. But what, what event has sort of been coalescing in your brain? Because there's probably a very good reason for it. Based on your particular business and what you have going on and what your goals are and who you want to impact, how you're wired, there's probably an idea that's kind of formed. And if that's the case, I want you to really take it out and get clear around it. Ask yourself, first and foremost, what, what is this idea? Flush it out as much as possible that you, as, you know, as far as you've been thinking about it. And then really analyze what your motivations are behind it. Is this because you are wanting to add that in-person experience to a mastermind or group program? Is it because you really want to uplevel your business in some way and show your expertise in real life and cultivate your community? Is it because you just really want to make an impact? Maybe you want to have a one day speaking conference and bring in some really great inspirational people just to, just to help female entrepreneurs. Whatever that idea is, I just want you to get some clarity around it. Bring it out into the light of day, let it breathe, and just kind of explore what you have been yearning for and thinking about. And then from there, I want you to start getting a little more nitty gritty and business-like. I want you to ask yourself, first and foremost, what, if you tend to, because sometimes you don't need to, do an upsell. What is it that you're planning on upselling? Now I talked about this a little more in depth in episode three. So you, if you haven't given that a listen, I highly recommend because it'll give more context. But basically for most events, you should have an upsell. The only exclusions might be if you're doing a retreat as part of a mastermind, um, if you're doing like the one day speaking event I mentioned where you just wanna impact people. Those are kind of the fewer, lesser cases, but for the most part, your event should have an upsell of some sort. And so what you really need to do is determine what type of event is going to best serve that upsell. Because, and you'll hear me say this often, whatever event you have and the content you provide, that experience should just effortlessly flow into your upsell so that your attendees see it as a natural next step. It's not like this just jointed offer that kind of came out of nowhere and they're not sure what to do with it. So for example, if you have a speaking conference and you have a bunch of people with different niches and expertise come in and speak, and at the end you threw them this uh, you know offer, this upsell that really didn't you know make sense with what they heard, it's something you offer, but it didn't really relate to anything the speakers talked about. That's probably not gonna work really well, right? Because it's very disjointed. But if one of your main goals is to really sell that upsell, whether it's a one-on-one service, a course, a group, pro- a group coaching program, excuse me, if that's like a main focus of your event, you need to make sure you choose a type of event that's gonna make sense. So take that into consideration what is going to best serve your upsell. I also want you to think about what you're the most comfortable with. We are all different as entrepreneurs. Some of us are introverts, some of us are extroverts. 
some of us like to sort of start small, get our feet wet, because we like to master everything. <laughs> it's a lot of us, right? But some of us are more, you know, we want to take quantum leaps. So ask your things, yourself things such as, do you want to start smaller with maybe a more intimate one day event just to kind of get your feet wet? Or do you just want to go big? Are you better with smaller or larger groups? Are you more effective in a more intimate event setting than say doing a large speaking conference where you have to be in front of a ton of people and somehow try to figure out how you're gonna forge relationships one-on-one -on -one with a hundred or plus people. Do you have certain lifestyle uh, commitments? Maybe you have kids or you help to take care of an aging family member. And so for you, it'd be really hard to do a six day event somewhere because you can't be away from home easily for more than two days. So I highly recommend just doing a brain dump. I would make a column that's non-negotiable and put down the things that you know just have to be. So to use the example of the person who has certain commitments and you can't be away from home for more than two days, that's a non-negotiable, right? So that's gonna affect the kind of event that you do. If you're somebody who's you know, super introverted and you work better in smaller events where you don't have to mingle and be in front of people, then you're probably wanting to start out in like a premium but intimate uh, workshop or retreat, whatever makes sense for your upsell. And then in addition to that non-negotiable column, I want you to just sort of brain up all of the other things weighing on your mind. And I don't want that to be a list of things that are going to stop you from doing your event or make it harder to choose what kind of event is going to work for you, but I want you to just get them out so you can look at them and see how you can overcome them. It's like, these are the things that I'm going to overcome. You can just label that column as such. Because here's the thing, guys. The most important thing about your first event isn't about what type it is, it's that it's successful. And that rests on the things that I've talked about today. It's not about just the event type. Just because you do a retreat or you do a mastermind doesn't make it successful. It depends on what's gonna work for your business, what's gonna work for your upsell, what's gonna work for your life and how you're wired. Like everything else that you do in your business, it needs to be tailored to you and to your success. It's also about understanding how to be strategic, how to make sure that it flows well and the event makes sense, which means it's also about planning well. And I'm going to address this more in depth in the next episode. So I hope this podcast has given you some really good tools to start thinking about really thinking about what type of event is going to work for you the best. Again, it's not exactly about what type it is. It's about making it successful. And I want you to think about all of the ways that your event is going to work for you. All right, lady, before you go, I just want to real quick, make sure you have the support you need. 
I know that this podcast has probably got your wheels spinning and given you some great value, but you may still be in need of some additional help when it comes down to figuring out the best event type for you. So don't worry, because I've got you covered. Because answering this question of what event type is right for you is included in my event, your event strategy consultation, and we answer it well. Because we also look at your upsell and desired profit, the content you'll provide, and other key items that, along with what I've shared with you today, will nail down your event type with certainty. In fact, the end deliverable is a documented event blueprint. You can find out more on my website, relateescape.com. Hey there, amazing lady. Did you find value in what you heard today? If so, please take a moment to head over to iTunes, to the Events for Entrepreneurs, the podcast channel, and leave a review and subscribe. It'll help the show find its way to other event-loving entrepreneurs just like yourself. I'd also love to connect with you on social media. My handle is at relate period escape on both Instagram and Facebook. Until next time.